the efficacy of the office of the public protector is mixed, and I think very often, it, it, in my experience, it depends very much on the, the public official that you're dealing with. So very often, um, especially in the early days of the office, but it still happens on a regular basis when new employees join, a, a, for example, a, a line function department, let's say like the Department of Labor, um, and there's a problem with paying out of UIF to a particular person. Um, when the public protector makes inquiries about a complaint um, received or, or starts to investigate based on a media report, which they're entitled to do, a lot will depend on whether or not that particular public official is aware of the office, is informed of the public protector's constitutional mandate, um, and then gets um, permission from their supervisor to collaborate and cooperate with the public protector's office in finding a quick solution. So often that is the first hurdle that the, that the OPP must overcome, is ignorance about the office and its mandate by public servants. Assuming that that barrier is, is removed, a lot then still depends on whether or not the senior officials in that government institution or government department have similar knowledge and awareness and sensitivity um, and willingness to cooperate. Um, and so I would say the, the, the effectiveness of, of the office probably changes from case to case. And a lot depends then on the, the cooperation and assistance they get from, the, from that government department. The, uh, there are a couple of different kinds of investigations um, that the public protector's office can undertake. And some of them, for example, are systemic investigations. So let's say, for example, the public sector starts to receive a number of similar complaints around the country, from, from people around the country, and it may involve a single department, let's say it's Home Affairs, and it's um, issuing people with ID documents. The, the public sector in the past, for example, has found that there are systemic problems in the way that internal systems work in the department, and then has undertaken a systemic investigation with the objective of trying to encourage the department to change the way it operates, change its systems, change the way in which it manages processes that provide, for example, access to IP documents, which are crucial for accessing public services. And, and so a lot will depend on whether or not <clears throat> there is a willingness to in implement the kind of remedial action that might be recommended by the public protector or might be negotiated um, between the PP and the, the Director General of that department, for example. So, and I think also, of course, a lot of what does go on um, behind the scenes that, that doesn't involve high-profile political matters or matters that become politicized or don't involve high-profile um, elected representatives such as the president or a minister, for example, a lot of those below-the-radar or behind-the-scenes investigations are extremely effective.